calling all solo podcast hosts. You've probably all been there. You go to record a podcast episode, but you get hung up and stuck on what to talk about. Or have you ever recorded an episode and felt like it kind of rambled on or it was too short or too long? Then you need to listen to this episode as Robert Plank shares his WWHW method to create episodes faster with structure and gives content that pulls the listener in. So let's take a listen. Howdy. Welcome to the Leverage Your Podcast Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Phillips of smoothbusinesspodcasting.com. My goal is to help you leverage podcasting to skyrocket your visibility, authority, and business by sharing insider secrets from podcast industry experts who have created a successful business through podcasting. So let's take a listen to our chat. Hey guys, I'm back again with Robert Plank. I mean, we have known each other for so long. I've been a guest on your show a couple of times. You've been a guest on one of my past shows. So it's so much fun to have you back. You're always such a giver of content and you have so much good energy. So I'm glad to touch base with you again. I'm glad to reconnect. I miss marketing in Merlot. I know. <laughs> the, the show has gone, but the people are still here. So we still can yes. have the witty banter. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I, I know I need to connect with Lindsay again. We used to do that fun video show and drink wine and talk marketing. <laughs> I was yeah, a good do, time. Do like the reunion show or something. How they, yeah, they, yeah, always, totally, they bring back right? old TV shows like the X-Files, bring back marketing yeah. Merlot for just a short span of time. I know I'll have to bugger about that. Um, but what I want to talk about today is, um, you recently wrote a new book. So congratulations on that. And it's called WWHW, why, what, how to, there you go. What if so easily create a book podcast or online course in just a few easy to follow steps. I mean, who doesn't love easy, right? It it says it twice in the title, even that's how easy it is. It's double easy. And so obviously it's created for people who are tired of waiting for motivation. My dog just ran up, (laughs) realize their willpower is unreliable and they want to take action and get results. And it, you do get writer's block, right? I mean, you're a podcaster, you're a content creator. Like, do you ever feel stuck? Is that where this book kind of was spawned from? I, I do. And as you know, sometimes it can be one of a number of reasons why you get stuck. And it doesn't mean that you have to stay stuck. You can do things to change the channel and like kind of look back at, with a different perspective. And, and you know that sometimes you really dread thinking of a podcast idea or coming up with content. But then sometimes when you get just the right idea or you get some inspiration or you like connect or talk with someone else, you can suddenly like reignite the spark and have fun again. And I think that what held me back for a long time was not seeing the patterns. Like you, you go and you say, oh, Gary V put out this cool episode, but what does that mean for me? I don't want to just directly copy him, but then like, how do I make something that's, that's fresh and unique? And so by looking at the, the patterns, the formulas, you can say, oh, here are the boxes that they, they ticked. So now mm-hmm. if I just kind of tick some similar boxes or like use a similar like format structure, then I can uh, kind of go from the burnt out boredom writer's block into having a really cool hook, a really cool idea and be like itching and excited to click the record button and start talking already. I know. And that's so true because sometimes 
and I love to write. And so some people love to like just talk and do videos. Some people are more comfortable with podcasting. Um, and sometimes you do just like, oh my God, what am I going to create? <laughs> and you just don't feel that inspiration. But then sometimes it's like, you know, I'll hear something or see an article or read something. And I'm just like, oh, that's so juicy. I'm like dying to do a podcast episode of it or talk about it or write about it. But it, you can't always wait for that spark or that inspiration. It's hard. And um, I obviously interview and so do you. Um, but I have done a solo episode and I will be doing more, but I mean, some podcasts are, that's it. It's like, you know, just episodes of them. And so I just want to say that this is a great conversation for those people that, you know, need to create more content for their own podcast. So you have like a system. So can you kind of like step us through it for those people that are like, I need to create more podcast episodes. What do I do? Yeah, I'd be happy to. And I think that uh, one one little nugget to like jump in here is if I'm feeling really stuck, I think about the people, right? I think about who is, who themselves are stuck, is stuck, however you phrase it, who is stuck without this solution? Because instead of just saying, well, here's here's five ways to do something or five tips, that's boring. But if you think, okay, here here's Lindsay out there who doesn't know how to schedule social media or something like that. You think of like what specific person, who of my customers am I like an exact specific person? You don't have to like mention their name in your content, but just like have in your mind, this person is stuck. This person has this problem. And even just jumping in, starting with that idea of like problem solution, instead of just saying, well, let me put the words on the page. You think, no, no, no. Who is stuck? What would their question be to you? And then what at the end is the answer. So that way, you know where to start. You start by kind of unpacking their question and you know when you finish because you've answered uh, what their question is. And so, uh, but uh, you can all, because you need maybe like 20 minutes of content, you can have some fun with it because you don't want to just jump into the answer, right? You don't want right. to just jump into the steps because then then it's like, well, I don't even know if I'm in the right place. And so we kind of have a little Point. bit of like, we have like kind of the window dressing here. So as you said, the the uh, structure is why, what, how to, what if. And when I was a little kid, I used to want to jump into the how to, right? I used to mm. want to say, here's here's 10 steps to schedule your social I'm media. I'm that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're just like, just give me the good stuff. Give me the juicy bits. But then not everyone is is that way, right? They want to know, they want to know the, the why, they want to know the what before getting into the how to, before they fully understand it. And even when they get to the how to, you don't want to just leave them hanging. You want to get to the, the what if. So this mm. whole WWHW thing, it's you start with the why, you start with what is the problem, what led them to listening to your podcast or reading your, uh, your blog post or whatever your content is. Why are they here? What's the problem? But then you don't just jump into the answer. You kind of explain the what. You explain what tools would you use to solve this problem? What are the keywords, terms, jargon, principles, and maybe even throwing in some of the alternatives that they've tried, some of the Mm. things that have not worked, that they've been frustrated with. And you say, well, this, here's the problem and here's one way to solve it. And that doesn't work. And here's another way. And that doesn't work for this other reason. Now here's Captain Lindsay's 
solution to leveraging your podcast. And so then it transitions into the how to, the what if, the steps, and you say, here's, here's what we're going to do. And here are the steps I'm going to walk you through. And let me walk you through the steps. And once I've done that, let me recap the steps. Let me tell you what we've done. And you have, as you know, you have a little bit of repetition just to make sure that people understand it. And so now that you've taken on this whole journey, you said, here's the problem. Here's the tools you use to solve it. Here are the steps to solve it. You then get into the what if, and you get them excited about the possibilities, the the next steps, the now that you've uh, had this easy win, now what can you accomplish from this point on? Now here's a checklist of everything we just talked about so that way you can have it on an index card. Now here's a call to action. That way, now that you've gotten a little bit of a taste, now you can go to leverage your podcast and you can go and book a coaching call or buy this course. And so once you kind of see this, this pattern, you start to see it everywhere this why, what, how to, what if, and it works, as you've been saying, in a blog post, in a podcast interview, in a solo podcast, and it makes it so that way you appeal to all these different types of of brains out there, and it makes it so that way it excites you to even answer this problem, and it jumps in and there's no extra fluff, plus once you have gotten through the whole gamut of this. Now it's time to end it. So that way your podcast interview or your blog post is not longer than it has to be. So it solves a lot of problems. Why, what, how to, what if. That is so smart. I've never thought about it that way. So that's actually going to be super helpful for me when I do my solo episodes, because I'm totally how to brained and just like, okay, here's the problem. Let's dive into the answers. Um, And And also, and then you think, you know, okay, you've given your how to's and you're like, oh, snap, the episode's only 12 minutes long. Like it needs to be a little bit more meaty. So that framework really, you know, it makes it more well-rounded and you've created that hook to kind of pull them in more so. I love that. Yeah. And because of you think about how like, you know, people like you and me, we want to educate people, but Mm. they also want to be like entertained. And they they also have their own hangups and their objections, where uh, if they're they're listening to you about podcasting, you're saying all this cool stuff, they're thinking, well, I can't do it for this and that reason. And so you can kind of think you can kind of be teaching more in like a copywriting or like a marketing way of instead of being like, well, welcome to school. And here's lesson one, you're kind of working on them and you're kind of encouraging them and kind of talking them into taking action while also sneaking in the the learning. So it's kind of, you're you're kind of playing a little bit of, of a chess game of your own. Yeah, that's so good. And it's nice to have a framework so that you're not like, you're just staring at this blank screen going, where do I start? Yeah, exactly. And, and we've all been there where sometimes you like you read a blog post or something and it's just not written very well and you really don't like it. And maybe you don't even finish it and you're not sure why. And it might be because, and usually uh, now that, I, now that we're aware of this, yeah. sometimes people have this in the wrong order. Sometimes oh. Sometimes they'll kind of go on and on about the possibilities at the beginning. And you're like, well, wait a second. I don't even comprehend what it is that mm. that you're trying to teach me. And, and so, so yeah, it's, it's, and then it becomes kind of fun to talk about 
the, the problem and kind of just like really sort of sell the problem and, and explaining them like you're hurt because of this, you're frustrated because of this. And then it's, it, it helps you because it draws people in, right? Because uh, if someone if has tried creating a podcast and they're all they're thinking about are their problems, if you're talking about the solutions without really relating to them a lot, then right. there's that disconnect. So it's like, hey, I, I feel you. I understand you. I know you've gone through all this. I've gone through it too. Let's talk about it. Okay, now that now that we've gotten through that part, now let's talk about the solution. That's so good. And is there a certain weight, like, you know, if, like a quarter of the what and a quarter of the why and like a quarter of the how to, like, because sometimes I find that like some podcast episodes or even blogs where it goes into the why for like forever. And I'm like, for the love of God, get to the point. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like the how to, like the meat is like just a little bit. And I was like, oh, like I kind of feel ripped off. <laughs> and that, I mean, that depends on, on how you want to do it, right? It depends on your personality. It depends mm -hmm. on, is it a, a quickie podcast episode? Is it a long podcast episode? And what helps me is to sometimes draw like a little doodle or a little diagram because that way I can play it by ear and I can choose how much I want to unpack because it's like, say, say, say you're going to record. And here's a fun exercise. Say you're going to record a podcast and say you just like, I don't know, you had, you had some kind of doodle in front of you. Right. And you just, yeah. you drew like some boxes and some arrows and you can decide based on how you're feeling in the moment of how, like, do you want to just like sh show or, or be talking about your little box and arrow diagram and keep on explaining the why and like drawing it out and then just give them a little bit of a taste and then say, okay, now you have to go buy my course. You could do it that way. Or if you wanted to be more teaching hands-on, like if it was a live in-person workshop or like part of a course or something, then you can be really quick on the why and then like kind of dive deep into whatever it is your diagram is. And so just based on whatever type of content you're creating, mm -hmm. you could talk for five minutes or you could talk for two hours, just depending on kind of like you were saying, if you have this mindset of what percentages of each one that you do. Right. And, um, and it mostly revolves around like how big the how-to portion is, right? That's true. Uh, and it's like, if you want to have it mostly how-to, that's more of like an instructional. But if it's very little how-to and it's all this other things of the of the lead up that's more of like your your free content podcast sales letter webinar uh fun stuff like that that's a good point i never thought about it that way um and so when you're creating content like do you apply this to like video like everything everything and the times that i i don't apply it or when I make it too complicated, when I'm thinking, mm. oh man, I want to have this book and I wanted to have like 17 chapters and every chapter unpacks 20 ideas and I never even finish the outline. But then if I say, you know, I'm making it too complicated, let me just get it back to why, what, how to, what if. And, uh, and uh, another kind of helpful, a uh, kind of like mini idea here is to think of if you can word each of these sections as questions. Right. So if you're saying I'm going to make up an episode about how to leverage your podcast instead of just saying, well, let me talk about the why or the what. It, even if you wrote down in your notebook just for yourself, if you wrote down, why would I even want to leverage my podcast? And that's a simple tweak. But just the idea of 
you have a question in front of you just for that section yeah. and it's worded as if someone is asking you. Right. And then that way you're like, oh, I, I can't help but answer that question. So why would I even leverage my podcast? What does it mean to leverage my podcast? What, uh, what kind of platforms are out there? What kind of tools? And then how do I leverage my podcast? Now that you know that you should, and now that you know what we'll be using, like what are some steps to go from, I don't podcast or I only have the audio recording into now I have all these results from it. And then at the end, what if I leverage my podcast? Well, now that opens up all kinds of opportunities because now you're posted in all these situations. So even just something like that. And, and I guess the whole goal of what you and I are talking about is getting past writer's block. So there's just all these little ways where you can almost like trick your, your mind into saying, I don't know what to write. don't know what to talk about, but WWHW, you draw your little doodle, you have these mini questions for each step of the way, and then it just it's get, gets past the overthinking, over planning. So yes, I use it for everything because it works for everything. Nice. And it does make it more when it's formulaic. You're right. You're not overthinking it. You're like, okay, I want to write about this. Now I just need to, you know, brain dump into these four blocks and then you've got like a framework in front of you and then you can rhyme off anything for your podcast episode. Yeah. And you know, if you're, if you're missing any, you know, if one is weaker than the others, you know, mm. if one is too big and then even the way that we're talking, one transitions in, into the other. And so it's, there's not even like really like a break in your content. And so you, we were mentioning a few times about like starting off with a hook and really grabbing them and keeping them excited to the end. Copywriters call this a bucket brigade. So it solves a lot of problems all in one. Nice. Now, what, is, what are some of the mistakes that you've seen that um, I call them solo hosts or solo podcasts um, that they make or how they can improve their game? Well, uh, I think that quantity leads to quality. So you always hear that statistic of like the average podcast dies after six episodes. And so, it's crazy. And, it, and it's, it's, it's terrifying. It makes, makes me not want to be one of those statistics, but also <laughs> when, but when you, <laughs> yeah, but when you know people and then just the way, the way it's so easy to get distracted and to discourage yourself. And it's so true. And, and one trick that I, I have, I don't know where I learned this, but what you do is you go to YouTube, you search Gary V since we mentioned him earlier, you search like some huge YouTuber, yeah. but let's say Gary V and you sort Gary V's videos by the oldest first. Have you ever done something like this? Like looked at some popular YouTubers, like original content? I do, but I usually look at which videos got the most views. So then I okay. know that those topics clearly are hot. Yes. And, and that's good just to see. And, you, you know, you make one more click and you can sort it by that way. But it's sometimes fun while you're there, while you're on that screen. Just out of curiosity, you look at, say, Gary V's first videos, right? Mm -hmm. Tim Ferriss's first videos. And they're so young and they're so awkward. And it's, <laughs> a, it's really encouraging because you're like, whoa, if, if Gary Vee went from that and grew into what he is now, then the lesson is you just need to create some things. You just need to record some content. Don't worry about getting it right. Mm -hmm. uh, don't, don't ever record a podcast and say, oh, I'll throw the whole thing out and I'll start over. Just put it out as is because uh, on the internet, content is disposable. I mean, you a Twitter post, but then there's a million more where that came from. And so I think yeah. that there's lo a lot of things that 
uh, solo casters could do better. But I think the number one thing is like, just create the, a quantity of, of episodes. Don't overthink it. Put out what you have because by doing it, you'll get better just automatically but by putting in the time. That's so true. And honestly, when I first started podcasting and doing videos, I was freaking petrified and felt sick to my stomach. And then I happened to see um, Marie Forleo, who's like perfect in every way. Um, She's so polished, yeah. I know, right? And you can't expect to be, you know, like have that kind of production run off the bat. But she shared one of her first videos and just kind of like going back in time. And it was literally like her computer on the kitchen table. And she's like, you know, I think there were kids running around or something. And I'm like, okay, clearly she started off like where I was. So it's like, if she can do it and progress, then everyone starts somewhere. Right. So just kind of like, just dive in. Yeah. Everyone focuses on the wrong things. The production quality is great, but that's a nice to have, not a must have. It's yeah. like, it's a, it's a cherry on top. Once you figure out like, uh, you know, start putting out your episodes, start getting some traction, start making some money from it. Then you can justify a better camera, better microphone, better lighting, all sorts of decorations. But yeah, you and I'm sure you see this all the time. People just setting up a whole super fancy set and then hardly ever using it or not using it at all. And a couple of years ago, I saw someone, some podcaster interviewing Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins was just like sitting in his backyard and he had the, the iPhone like earbuds in his ears and it was like running down. And I was like, that looks just, it looks so homemade and it's Tony Robbins, but it, it, it still works. And I still, yeah. it did not make me say, oh, well, I will only watch Tony Robbins content if it's like super polished. It's like, if the person is good, if they have good information, then it's no one's going to shut off a podcast just because the camera is not hundred percent perfect. That's true. And I think, I know for me, like I would rather listen to something where I know the person is authentic and their, their tips or their strategies, like it makes sense to me and it's going to help me. That's all I care about. And so when I produce content, I try not to get hung up in like, you know, how do I sound? What do I look like? And all that crap. But it's like, okay, if my tips or my guest tips can help somebody new in podcasting, then I'm like, then that makes me happy. I don't care about anything else. Yeah. And, and with the podcasting, sometimes there's the unexpectedness anyways, there's uh, it, like even even if solo cast, but e also with the interviews, sometimes you're going off into weird tangents and you'll have some ahas like right then and there as you're recording. So why wouldn't you want to share that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and so you know what, and re real quick, but before moving on, like one of these ahas that you're reminding me of is um, I was talking to some podcaster like a, a couple of years ago and we landed on this this topic of. Uh, for a while, I, I dreaded podcasting, like us interviewing us right now. I used to dread it and mm -hmm. I didn't. And it took me all this. Yeah, it took me all this time to like uh, uncover and dive deep into my psychology and figure out why. And it was that I wanted to have like a perfect conversation every time. And so I was so nervous about having a perfect conversation mm -hmm. about saying like just the wrong thing, because maybe that'll put maybe I'll say something that kind of offends Captain Lindsay and that now she doesn't like me. But mm -hmm. I, I clicked at some point and I was thinking like, well, I might say something that I think is, is bad in some way, but the other person likes it. Or I might say something I think is like really smart and clever, but the other person is not impressed. So you don't even like, there's your opinion, there's your judgment, but you don't know how 
the things you say will will come across you might say something that you think is ordinary and the person listening is like oh my gosh that's like that is so helpful that's like a really smart thing that i just heard so you don't know and so don't don't pursue perfection just like you said have the authenticity yeah and that is so true and like i fumbled on words and said the wrong thing had to backtrack or whatever or the guest and then afterwards they're like should we do that over? Could, do we need to cut that part out? I'm like, it's really fine. Like I'd rather listen to someone that's a natural, normal conversation. Like two people are just chatting about something they love than it be like full on scripted and like starchy. <laughs> I'm the same way. For sure. So speaking of your, your, your framework, how detailed do you need to get? Because I know some people actually create like a full on script for their podcast episodes. And to me, I'm like, holy Hannah, Batman, that's a lot of work. It, it is a lot of work. And I think that's too much. And uh, I, I do a, a couple of shows and I have one show that it's the like the, the news for some small town in upstate New York. I don't even live it. I live in California. But I do, <laughs> when I'm, I, I do like a, a weekly podcast of like local news there. And that's I have a so person cool. that. It, it, it is. And the person scripts the whole thing, but then I'll be reading some big, long paragraph. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to jump to the end of that paragraph. Like even when, even for me, when it's scripted, I only follow like half the script. If that, yeah. and I think that it's, it's adding unnecessary work for yourself. And I think that's, I mean, I think for the most part, even just like three to six talking points and just to, to go through these different little phases here. And if, if nothing else, even just how, like we said before, have your, your why question, your what question, your how to question, your what if question. And if I'm really, if I'm really worried about running out of content, right? If it's like a podcast, a solo cast, or it's a book chapter, then I'll have these four questions, the why, the what, the how to, and the what if, and then I'll have three keywords next to it. So for example, like if we're talking about leveraging your podcast and I say like, what can you do to leverage your podcast? I might have like three little keywords saying like video clip, social graphic tweet. And then that way I'll have some little helpers to help to answer that question. But that's as detailed as I will go. Just the, uh, the a question for each of those little sections and then three keywords just to make sure that I, I have some answers for those questions. But any, any more than any more detail than that or getting too far off the deep end, it's shooting yourself in the foot. And it's, it's the reason why, why this framework exists because everyone else makes it too complicated. So don't yeah, do that yeah. to yourself. Simplify it. I love that. And you do say like create an episode in five minutes. So if you're creating a simple framework, that takes literally five minutes and then you record your golden. Yeah. And, and I mean, you just figure out what are those uh, four questions? What's the why, the what, the how to, the what if, and th figure out some of those three keywords for each question, hit the record button, decide that you'll go through each one in maybe 90 seconds. And then there you go. There's your five minute episode right there. I know. And I find I have in the past made the mistake of, writing too much out or if I'm speaking and doing a presentation and I find it actually stops me. Like I get stumbled up on my words because I'm like, oh, I missed a sentence or I get lost on where I was or like it, it, it trips you up sometimes. 
And it's like, if, if you know your content and you know your topic and your expertise, if you have those, like you said, those little keywords, that'll be like, oh yeah, I need to talk about, you know, videos and I know about videos. So like, blah, 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 blah. And I'll just ramble on about my thing. But at least if I have those words to just like trigger, oh yeah, bring that up. Oh yeah, bring that up. Um, and it just makes it super easy just to glance. So it doesn't look like you're reading off of a, <laughs> a teleprompter. Yeah. And you're reminding me of when I do webinars, because like, this is all really similar, right? Yeah. Podcast, webinar, video sales letter, it's blog posts. It's not that different. And that's why the framework still works. But when I do a a webinar, I like to keep it on just under an hour because I don't want to go for like 90 minutes, two hours. Like I want to be an hour, but then I'll overthink it. And every time I overthink it, I'll make like 30 slides and I'll be like, if I only make five or 10 slides, then I, I ran out of things to say. And so I'm, I'll make the mistake of having like 30 slides totally and then I'll start that. the webinar and like, I'll be like 20 minutes in it and I'll be on like slide number two still. And then I'll find myself usually just like skipping, yeah. uh, skipping over like 20 slides just to say what I wanted to say anyway, or like, you know, rushing through what there is. And like, that's, that's a, a weakness of mine is kind of over planning and then not really using what I plan for because I need kind of that that comfort that security blanket of thinking well I need to have some like really good content ready yeah. and like a really good surprise there and it's like like you're saying like if you know your your stuff if you're an expert in, in this topic like once you get rolling it's hard to it's hard to get you to stop talking so <laughs> don't overthink it you don't need to plan that much it, it'll, it'll just stress you out more Absolutely. I'm all for less stress and less work <laughs> and more impact. Yeah. Um, can you kind of go into that? What ifs? Cause that part kind of intrigues me. Cause I never really thought about adding that in. What if means, uh, you know, well, well I mean, it, it applies in a few different contexts, right? And so for like a, a book chapter, you think, well, uh, if I'm on like chapter five, maybe I can set up chapter six a little bit mm-hmm. and, and the what if, as we said, it can express itself in a couple of different ways. If you are teaching a, a module of a course and you're saying, here's how to set up your Twitter account for auto posting. Well, throughout that, that video, you went through a lot of steps, right? You'd say, get this software, log in this way, set up your schedule that make a content calendar. You went through a lot of stuff. And if someone were to say, okay, I've watched the video. Now it's time for me to take action. They'd have to skip to like minute five, minute 15. So imagine if you just figured out like a five to 10 step quick checklist and said, do this, do this, do this. So that that's one manifestation of this. What if idea is I've taught you some things now, now, now what, now what's the next step for you? Like, what do you like do how next? to implement it? Yeah. How to implement it. And then another uh, kind of way that another approach that you could take. And cause here's the thing is you have, you have choices, right? You have freedom of how to apply these different buckets. So if you were doing like a, a podcast, then maybe your, what if is to get somebody excited about all the different ways this could be used. So mm-hmm. you say, Leverage your podcast, do this on social media, but you could say something like, 
well, now we're showing you how to leverage your podcast, but imagine if you use, if you reuse this tool to get your own social media clients, or imagine if now you were able to like hire Lindsay, Lindsay's team. And now you could just, you can have like three podcasts. Like you're, you're spending all your time just on one show. You could just show up and do all this cool stuff. So it's like, get them excited about all of these possibilities in, in front of them. And, and I think that um, kind of to, kind of to put it all in one ball here, this whole what if idea is how do you end something, right? Yeah. And the, and there's always the, the temptation to say, thank you, right? I've taught you all the stuff and now it's the end of my speech. Th thank you, please clap. That's really, that's really lame. That's kind of not, not a very original way to end what you're talking about. But if you end with this idea of a call to action, and if you say, I would encourage you to, to like look into leveraging your podcast or now that you know how to automatically post on social media, imagine how much more reach you'll get. Now mm -hmm. you'll have all this engagement, all these customers, all this time freed up. So the, the what if is really powerful. So that way you do not end on a thank you. I love that. I will end this on a thank you though. I appreciate all your awesome tips and uh, I'm, I will definitely be using your framework for my next solo episode because it makes my life easier and it frames it better for yes. a, you know, more impactful episode. That was super helpful. So how can people get the book and, you know, dive into your podcast and find out all about Robert Plank? You can find me and my podcast at marketeroftheday.com. We have over 860 episodes. And the reason oh. is because we have this framework and it makes it super easy where yeah. we don't have to have a lot of preparation. We don't have, we don't have to do a pre-call. We just jump in. We do all these interviews with people from all walks of life. That is marketeroftheday.com. And then the book is at www.hwbook.com. Mm, smart. Nice awesome. and simple, nice and easy. I know. You always have such good energy and good tips. I love chatting with you. You bring awesome. it out of me. <laughs> All right. Give a hug to your adorable little son, Leo, and uh, we'll chat again soon, I'm so sure. All right. See you soon. Bye. Bye. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Leverage Your Podcast Show. What is your next step? Head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to listen to more episodes to get more insider secrets. And if you are now itching to take advantage of the power of podcasting and launch your own podcast, be sure to grab my free launch guide at launchyourpodcastguide.com. We'll see you soon.